The Duff Money Personal Finance Podcast is for beginners who are looking to learn about personal finance and investing. It's about mindset, planning, financial literacy and investing. I wasn't taught about money at school and it is a failing on the school system. After three years of learning about money, I believe that financial literacy is massively important so you can learn how to make money and keep hold of it. If you are interested in learning about money, this is the podcast for you. We will be covering property investing, stocks and shares, crypto and anything else I can think of that will help you avoid relying on that state pension. Podcast 30, a Duff Money history lesson on money. This week's podcast is a little history lesson on money from my experience and from my obsession on books and anything else I can do to soak up info on financial literacy. Disclaimer, this is not advice, this is information only. What even is money? Is it really the root of all evil? I'm here to tell you, in my opinion, that it absolutely isn't the root of all evil. This is the type of thing I heard growing up and still hear from time to time. This is the way I used to think before I went down the financial literacy route. Money is a medium of exchange or an exchange of value. You provide value, you'll be paid in money. Provide more value, you get paid more money. In terms of commodities like gold and silver, money is also classed as a store of value. When you grow up on a council estate, money is a little bit scarce and it is inevitable to grow up with a scarcity mindset around money. That is until you learn about money. When you learn about money, you realize that there is an abundance of money. The problem is that most people are not taught about money. I certainly wasn't and have subsequently had a difficult relationship with money until the last few years, until I took matters into my own hands and decided to get some much needed financial literacy. Thousands of years ago, it was all about the barter. Then it was about exchanging coins in silver or gold. The first recorded paper currency dates back to about 770 BC in China. The Bank of England jumped onto paper money at around 1694. Fast forward to 2021 and we still have paper money. But we also have digital currency and in my humble opinion, that is the future of money. The barter. Barter is the exchange of goods without money. This is what happened before money. Back in the day you would have had to exchange goods or services to get something you wanted or needed. Let us take food for example. You might have been able to grow your own and be quite self-sufficient if you had super land. This effectively meant you were a farmer. But what about clothes or shoes? Our farmer from back in the day would have had to exchange his wheat or whatever he was growing and go and see the local shoemaker. Then it would be all about the barter. The barter was a way for people to exchange value. This was done by two parties exchanging valuable goods with each other. The main problem with the barter is the fact that it is or was impractical, very impractical. Just imagine how difficult it would be for our farmer to get his goods from A to B so he could complete the exchange. 
Another problem was that there was no standard measure of value. There are many more issues with the barter and this led to coins. The coins. The first coins date back to 1000 BC according to Wikipedia. The first official currency was minted by King Aleatus in the Kingdom of Lydia which is the modern Western Turkey in 700 BC. This coin was a combination of gold and silver. Again, this little bit of info is from Wikipedia. Coins being used in England dates back to AD 886. The coins were produced by the Royal Mint in London. The Royal Mint is a government owned mint that produces coins for the UK. Fiat currency is basically currency backed by a government. It is not backed by any commodity such as gold or silver. The first example of a fiat currency was back in ancient Rome. The denarius was widely used and was initially made up of pure silver. Obviously, this is just a little taster of the history of money. You could write a full book on the history of coins alone. For more on the history of money, read a book like The Ascent of Money by Niall Ferguson. Paper money. On to paper money. As I have said, paper money first appeared in China in the 700s. Marco Polo's travels into Asia brought the idea of paper money into Europe in 1200 AD. A few hundred years later in 1661 and the first European banknote appeared in Sweden. The US introduced the US dollar as the official currency back in 1792. I know I'm a little bit all over the place, going from 1200 to 1661 to 1792. This is literally just a brief overview of the history of money and how I've come to understand it over the last few weeks. Anyway, from 1933 onwards, President Roosevelt introduced the gold standard where the dollar was linked to gold. This was a fixed exchange between the US dollar and gold. By 1971, President Nixon removed the gold standard, effectively making the US dollar a fiat currency. Do we really trust our governments? I'm not going to get too political as this is just a blog for information purposes, but we really must be aware of QE, quantitative easing, in my opinion. Basically, governments like the US and the UK printing a lot of money and devaluing their respective currencies. This is leading to inflation and what many believe is going to be a big reset, or THE big reset. This is only speculation at this stage, but this leads us nicely to a little story from back in the day, from ancient Rome. In, and this little story from ancient Rome is something I got from Money Week on issue 1072. Here we go. The fate of the Roman Empire is a warning about the consequences of quantitative easing. Ancient Rome created the world's first fiat currency initially as a way of paying soldiers. It spread across the empire and the currency proved to be stable. You could travel far and wide and the value of your coins would be the same. This price stability was damaged by Septimius of Severus. And he was, uh, and this was between 193 to 211 AD. 
He doubled the wages of soldiers to recruit more and paid for it by debasing the metal coins. Just as today, 2021, this inflation led to rising prices and eroded confidence in their currency. The Romans eventually abandoned their currency. The empire trade collapsed and political chaos ensued, leading to the end of the empire itself. How much confidence do the British public now have in the British pound? This is worth considering based on what is happening with money in 2021. I'm not saying the pound or dollar will collapse, but it is worth understanding QE based on what happened in ancient Rome. Moving on to now and digital currency. Digital currency. 1998 is where digital money really started. Elon Musk and a few others founded PayPal. Spending money peer-to-peer directly using the internet became possible and the e-wallet revolution took off. Fast forward to 2009 and this is the start of Bitcoin. A mysterious developer known by the alias of Satoshi Nakamoto created Bitcoin, a decentralized and anonymous digital currency. Personally, the further I go down the crypto Bitcoin rabbit hole, the more convinced I am it is the future of money. Just look around at how many people are using cash. How many people pay for their weekly shopping with cash? I've been writing about crypto for the last few years as I am learning about this exciting new technology. My hope is that my friends and family become interested in crypto. Even if you haven't got much spare money to invest, it is, in my opinion, it's my opinion that by getting in early will help you going forward. Even with like a few hundred pounds or whatever you've got spare, just to get used to the technology. In the digital age we are currently living in, things are moving fast, very fast. It is a good idea to move the times and start to learn about and understand what many believe is the future of money. What to do and what will more money do for you? Money is a tool that will buy you more time. More time to do what you love with the people you love. When I get to financial independence, there will be no more working away. I will have my target monthly income from passive income and that will buy me the time I'm looking for. What would more money do for you? And how will you get that extra money you are looking for? For me, I am pushing hard towards financial independence with property investing, index investing and crypto assets. In addition, I'm learning about business so I can get a little side hustle going. To get more money, I think it's important to understand money. Financial literacy is important and will help you get some financial independence. This week's post, sorry, podcast was just to give you a little Duff Money lesson on the history of money. If you've found value in the content, please leave an honest review. Understanding money is a big deal. And as I learn more and more about it, the intention is to pass that info on via Duff Money. For more Duff Money, visit duffmoneylimited.co.uk. Thanks for listening to the latest podcast. If you have found value in the Duff Money podcast, please leave an honest review. 
Your reviews will help me spread the word and to help others who are interested in personal finances and investing. For a bit more of Duff Money, you can visit the Duff Money website at duffmoneylimited.co.uk Thank you.